Up next, the news you can use from YAA. It's your 30-minute fix for all your car questions, industry news, and tips you can use when buying your next vehicle. We're your hosts, Ray and Zach Shepska, the founders of YAA. We're here every weekday, live at noon Eastern. Check us out at joinyaa.com. Come on, get in! It's noon on Monday. March 14th. This is news that you can use from YAA with your host, Zach and Ray. And apparently we're out in the field doing some uh, doing some uh, chip inspections on some uh, previously built but not necessarily completed pickup trucks. Let's jump right into what we're going to be talking about today, Dad, which is it is Monday, which means there was a news dump on Friday. Let's kick things off here with the latest news from our friends over at Ford. They have headlines galore. This is an article that we wrote in November of last year. New car features you won't get because of the chip shortage. We updated it today. Why did we update it today? Because we could add Ford to the list. This was, uh, again, this came out Friday, Friday evening, and it came out of the NADA, uh, um, the National Automobile Automobile Dealers Association Convention, I guess is what we'll call it, it conference. Ford is going to be executing their worst case plan for the chip shortage, which is they are going to be sending thousands of vehicles that are not fully produced to their dealers to be sold to customers. Can you break this story down for us, Pops? Well, they're, they're produced enough that they can be sold they just they just won't have all the features that they were supposed to have because well they won't have all the chips that would allow some of those features to be viable um but but they they are sellable or sellable mm-hmm. the dealers will be allowed to sell them merchandisable that too and and the good news is Ford has told the dealers that well they hope to have the chips to complete these vehicles to the dealers well, within a year, within a year. So you can buy a truck, a Ford product, I don't know, tomorrow, and then hopefully by next March sometime, they might have the chip to make it completely and fully functional. All right, so Justin on our team updated this article. Thank you for doing that, Justin. Let's break it down here. In March of 2022, Ford told dealers that the chip shortage is getting worse and that they're going to need dealers' help to sort things out. Automotive News reports that Ford executives told dealers that the automaker will have to enact a, quote, worst-case scenario plan that was floated last summer. It was in July that they talked about this was an option, but they didn't have to do it at the time. Ford's plans to ship new vehicles to dealers without many of the semiconductor chips that are essential for features like auto stop, start, heated seats, and certain infotainment functions. Ford spokesman said deep told automotive news Ford will build explorers without rear heat rear seat heat controls that could be added later. Ford already offers customers the option to order F-150s without the auto stop start feature. Deep told automotive news that in the case of the explorers, buyers will receive a price reduction for the charge for the change. So there you go. There are some price reductions and Ford will restore rear seat passenger control of the heating and air conditioning for free at a later date. On the hunt for an elusive Ford Bronco, thousands were recently seen waiting for parts outside of a production plant in Michigan, nicely known as um, uh, Ice Mountain, Dirt Mountain. Pages and compromise will go a long way for car shoppers in 2022. And like you said, Ford mentioned it will take potentially up to a year for them to supply their dealers with the parts they need. You know what I like best about this? What's that? The Ford spokesman's name. Said, said. (laughs) That's not really, that's not a good one, Pops. They'll make fun of people's names. GM, this is when we came. Okay. All right. You really want to go there. You really want to go there. Do you want to go there or do we got to do it off camera? Because we can go there now. What? You don't make it's fun a... of people's names. Okay. I get it. 
Jeez, you know, you wouldn't have you wouldn't have a career if you couldn't chastise me. No. <laughs> Last year we were obviously talking about how GM removed yes. heated seats, heated steering wheels, ventilated uh, steering wheels on their products, their vehicles. Um, it was BMW that removed touchscreens from yes, their vehicles because of the chip shortage. Yeah. Porsche removing adjustable seat and electric steering column adjustments. And Tesla, they didn't make any announcement about this, but it became very clear that they took out the USB ports in some of their models. So yeah, Ford coming out with the news. Now, the other piece of news, Dad, was Ford telling their dealerships that about 100,000 vehicles weren't going to make it into allocation um, that they had expected. Weren't going to make it into production. Weren't going to make it into production. Let me yeah. pull that up in automotive news and catch us up to speed with what's going on there. Yes. Yeah, the, the bad news for Ford dealers is, well, there won't be any new vehicle allocations probably until the end of May. The end of May. Do you have any idea how bad you have to screw things up so that you, you can't allocate vehicles when you're in, I don't know, the vehicle manufacturing business? But but the good news is they're going to split off the EV business and call that Model E. Let's let's break this down a little bit more. Yeah. It was updated just 57 minutes ago, so maybe there's some more news here that we can okay. report on. Company says 37 suppliers failed to provide parts as scheduled. Ford forecast 1.66 million retail sales in 2022 as dealer inventory suffers. So I want to see what the update was in here, though. Um, an earlier version of the story incorrectly, can, uh, the projection... Let's see, let's see, let's see. The issue has exacerbated Ford's inventory woes that have left most, most dealership lots bare. Ford said it received 90,000 new vehicle orders in January and another 72,000 orders in February. Wow. Yeah, that's a lot of orders, but, you know, what? That that's like the butcher selling pork chops that they don't have. I mean, what good is it? Pops, to your point, you've talked about yeah. this a lot. Vehicles that are being sold right now yeah. are already spoken for. In February, some 33% of the company's U.S. retail sales fulfilled previous customer orders. Wow. Yeah. The backlog to get a new Ford truck is going to be a long, long line. Well, it, it might not be. That, that could slow down if, if gas prices continue to, to go up. Um, but I also heard today huh. – and I, I, you know, we haven't we haven't checked it out ourselves, but I heard that crude oil is is uh, trading for under a hundred dollars a barrel today. And let's touch on gas prices in just a moment. I want to pull up Nassim's comment here. Any update on the nationwide sort search portion? Yeah, it's being deployed at two p.m. Eastern time today. Uh, I was just would testing. That be, it. Would that be eleven a.m. Eastern Pacific? Uh, Pacific. Yep. Wow. So you'll have nationwide search back on the join YAA car search, which I think is going to be really interesting to use. Especially when you're like looking at Fords, for example. So I'm going to click on buying and let's just let's look at um, make. Like I'm very curious what the day supply of Ford inventory is right now. Let's look at why don't we look at Explorers because that was the one that's going to be losing the rear seat. Explorer. Well, it's not losing the rear seat. It's losing the rear seat uh, 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 heating and, and um, yeah. cooling. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's see. That's a 2021. Let's but you know, you don't have supply. to worry about the heating and cooling the rear seat if you lose the rear seat. <laughs> okay, thank you. Yes. 57 days supply right now. Yeah. Interesting. Yes. Man, they sell so many vehicles when they have inventory. When they have them. <laughs> when they have them. Yeah. So, yeah, that is the big... You know, that's pretty much the way it works for most of these dealers. They, they sell a lot of vehicles when they have them. This and is when true. they don't have them, they make a lot of money per vehicle that they sell. Yeah. When they don't have them. Ford sales were off, and I, I promise we'll get off the Ford kick here in just a second, but their sales were off 21% in February. 
another another yes. reflection of what's going on with the chip shortage. And they're off 11% year to date. Yep. And yep. it's just going to get worse since, well, there won't be any new allocations um, until the end of May. So different headlines than we had seen in the past when things were looking up a little bit brighter. Now, we do have the latest data from Auto Forecast Solutions this uh, for this week for the, the chip shortage. Pops, did you get a chance to look at this at all? Yeah, it got worse. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. speak to what's going on, if you don't mind. Um, um, well, it's it's getting it's getting bad in Europe and and China and the rest of Asia. There's a um, uh, mandatory lockdown in Shenzhen, uh, yeah. which is where there's a lot of manufacturing production. for chips. Yep. Um, in China, um, and uh, it was what a forty-two percent increase in the amount of lost production. Yep, up forty-one percent. So forty-one percent. Uh, Nine hundred and twenty-nine thousand vehicles have been lost from production. That's up forty-one percent from the prior week. And now we, th the beauty about this page yes. is we've been doing updates since March of last year. Yes. So a year now. Yes. Okay. Let's just jump back to the first update of this year. Okay, so the projection, the projection for the entire year yes. at the beginning of this year from Auto Forecast Solutions was we were going to lose 767,000 vehicles. Let's jump back to today. We've already lost 930. Yes. And and the projection for the year is uh, Who cares what the projection is? The projection is such BS. Right? Like well, yeah. At this point it's like how could you possibly trust that? Yes, we're through. We're not even through three months of the year, and and we've already lost nearly a million vehicles. When the production. when when again, I'm going to do it again. I'm going to click on it again. When at the beginning of the year they said it was going to be seven hundred and sixty-seven thousand. Yes, and that was without a war. Yes, come on now. And that was with wiring harnesses. <laughs> that was with wiring harnesses. <laughs> yes. So the news that we're getting here is, unfortunately, it's not, not good. good. It's really, really not good. Yes. Between, between um, suppliers unable to uh, produce uh, the, the supplies that they produce for the various manufacturers and the chip companies, yep. um, you know, it's like, it, 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 it's, it's like you got two prongs and and they're going off in different directions and neither one of them's a good direction not for not for anyone's pocketbook no that's yeah. that's for sure and i think there's one other piece i want to bring up here because it's not all ford news toyota will reduce output by 20 percent at its japanese plant in april may and june due to the part shortage hitting japanese automakers particularly hard so it's everywhere it's everywhere and the headlines again the headlines are no longer they're yeah. not, they're not, we feel strong. No, I mean, the headlines are, oh, crap. Yeah. We don't have enough supplies. Our suppliers don't have enough supplies. And I think one of the biggest things we learned last year, Dad, is all of these automakers and, heck, all of their suppliers, you know what they like to do? And, and heck, you're, you know what their dealers like to do? Carry no inventory. Whoever's holding on to the inventory is paying to hold on to it. Mm -hmm. And so it's really fascinating about what's, I feel like we're seeing another squeeze here is, what, what slack in the line is there is, I guess, the point I'm trying to make. I even saw in Automotive News, one of Toyota's suppliers in Germany, I think, got attacked, another cyber attack. And they had to shut down for a day. It's like there's no – there's no um, uh, the supply chains aren't particularly durable right now. There's no the point buffer. I'm, really, there isn't. Yes. No, I, I agree. 
So what are your expectations then for us? Like, for example, Justin, I was talking to Justin on our team, and he's actually going to be selling one of his cars relatively soon. Yeah. And I told him, hey, maybe just wait a couple of weeks because I think prices <laughs> might go back up on used cars. He's got a, a 2015 Nissan Leaf. Yeah, that should go up, even though it's only got a 70 mile, 75 mile uh, range. But it should go up, right? Yeah. No, you would What think, are your expectations? Um, well, if if they're going to not going to be able to produce the cars in the first place. So between the lack of production and then the cost of gas and diesel fuels going up dramatically, yep. uh, I, I think there could be a sizable downturn in demand, um, which ultimately could lead to a lowering of prices because traditionally uh, the market is based on supply and demand. And if there's no supply but a lot of demand pricing goes up well if there's limited supply and no demand then pricing could either stabilize or start to decline a little bit um and and you know for a fact that hmm. the, that the the fed to try and counter uh the inflationary woes are going to start raising uh, interest rates um so that's going to have a negative impact on consumers uh, and as the transaction prices for new vehicles inch closer and closer to fifty thousand dollars on the average that just means well the average person can't buy one yeah yeah so yeah we've got your aqua instructor in the chat hey thanks for being here i have a 2015 pathfinder should i wait to trade in it's paid off Man, that's a tricky one because yeah. the Pathfinder is probably going to be less attractive because of the gas, the gas situation. But the short squeeze on used car supply, like, let me pull up something really quickly to to help frame just how. Um, and we, I promise, we'll answer the specific question here. But we have this page back on our website: new car inventory levels, twenty twenty two updated monthly. And if you scroll all the way down to the bottom. This shows all available inventory. Um, yeah, and you can drill down based off of automaker, okay? And this contains new and used inventory mm -hmm. at 90% of US-based franchise dealers. We used to have 4 million units of inventory. We've got 2 million. Yes, we're and at our, half. We're and at it's going to go down from And that. it's going to go down. And so that's why answering this Pathfinder question is difficult. Because you have the, the gas prices suggest that the, that vehicle should be less valuable. Yes. Then you have the reality is, if there's any consumer demand, there's not enough supply to meet it. And your point is, well, consumer demand is probably going to get down even more. Makes me think the Pathfinder, I'd probably sell it now. Honestly, I don't because there's so much uncertainty on if and if it's going to be more valuable in the future. The Leaf, Justin's Leaf, I'd hold on to that. Well, yeah, I'd uh, give it a couple more weeks. Yeah, I think because you know only because it's an electric vehicle and and uh, the cost of charging is a lot less than the cost of filling up a uh, an internal combustion engine. Yeah, yeah. We've got Skyler. Like, nice to see you here, Skyler. Sorry for all the Ford headlines recently. I hope yeah. you're doing all right. <laughs> Skyler works at a Ford dealership. 2015 Leaf between miles, charging, and driving habits. The friend might only get 45 ish miles by now. That will reduce its marketability now or a month from now. That's a really good point. Um, that, that's a really, really good point. Jay Nagami here in the chat saying use Pathfinder prices are high 18 to 19 miles per gallon. So yeah, I mean, maybe there's a chance to sell it now. I would sell it now. That's, that's, if it were me. We've got the latest Black Book data. We'll have it tomorrow. And I think that'll tell us what's going on in the used It'll car It'll give market. us a, a better indication. And the first indication of what gas prices are doing to the market. How that's impacting 
what dealers are doing at the auction and what they're willing to pay at the auctions. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. All right. Now, Pops. Yes. Let's switch gears. We'll talk about gas prices in a second here, but let's switch gears from all the allocation issues yeah. and this and that and this and that. Yeah. Let's let, uh, do you want to toss on the headphone just for a second? No. Okay. Well, then don't talk when I, when I hit this button. Well, hit okay? the button. Really? You, you gotta, gotta be, be kidding, kidding me. All right. So here's the deal. Yes. We're going to talk more and more about, you know, the market, but I want to take a second to acknowledge one of our community members. Yes. Was trying to do business with a dealership in Rhode Island. Yes. Greco Honda. Yep. Okay. Yep. And they were telling us through the community, through justice on our team who was working with them. And again, if you're not a part of the YAA community, you can be a member here on YouTube and you can watch the content. But if you become a member back on joinyaa.com, you can chat with a card coach, live chat. We're thinking of even adding text and things like that in the future. So consider joining. That member was letting us know, hey, there's some deceptive pricing things going on at Greco, Greco. And then I saw this headline. Attorney General sues two Rhode Island car dealers alleging deceptive pricing. You've got to be kidding me. <laughs> Forget that. Really? Really? It took it took an attorney general in a state this long to think that that maybe there's been some deceptive pricing going on from car dealers? Attorney General Peter F. Neronha, I forgive me if I pronounced that incorrectly, said that Greco, is it Greco or Greco? Greco, Greco. Honda of Johnstown, refused to sell vehicles at the advertised prices, instead adding a $5,000 addendum fee to the price. Yeah. Uh, the attorney general also said that the Toyota dealership of East Providence has advertised wholesale prices, a term that is forbidden in car ads. Yes. The attorney general seeks to have customers reimbursed for the amount they overpaid, as well as finding the dealers up to 10000 for each violation of the state's Deceptive Trade Practices Act. Fines that could total more than a million dollars. Okay. So honestly, this is a really, you got to be kidding me because, uh, you know, addendum fees yes. and markups and market adjustments, but this is a happy, really, you got to be kidding me. Like really got to be kidding me, Attorney General Peter F. Narona. We need you on the show. We need you to well, teach other well, attorneys well, generals how well, to do this. What really you got to be kidding me is when you read the uh, COO's uh, comments as to how this could have possibly have happened. All right, let's pull that up, Pops. Okay. Uh, George Smith, Chief Operating Officer of Greco Automotive Smith. Group, yeah. uh-huh. the dealership's parent company, denied advertising Hondas at, quote, false and misleading prices and blamed the use of, quote, wholesale on a Florida advertising company that he said did not know it's illegal in Rhode Island. Now, to be fair, yeah, Florida's the Wild West. Yes. The wild, wild. Again, we were interviewed for a ABC um, affiliate. Uh, affiliate in Miami for a story about deceptive car prices and things and like dealer that. Dealer so, fees, yes. yeah. Smith said that the price is listed on the Honda dealership's website where the manufacturer suggested retail price and not the price for which the car was offered. He said the prices were for informational purposes informational. only. I'm My God, how, how long did they have to work at parsing words so they could come up with, well, we know that people look at these numbers and they think that's what they could buy them for, but they're really, does it say in there anywhere that it's just for informational purposes only they're not the real price they're just the manufacturer suggested retail price get that get that you know at a certain point we're, we are constantly asked to throw common sense out the window i hear you Pops. okay and and if you advertise a price that's the price that should be the price it shouldn't be that hard now i know from having managed acura dealerships um that 
Acura and Honda. Honda came out with with the rules and regulations regarding how you could advertise their vehicles. Sure. Okay. And 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 at the Acura dealership, you weren't allowed to use words like invoice or over invoice or discount mm-hmm. or you know. So so you had to come up with creative ways to be able to advertise the product. I came up with the what the bleep sale, and every time I would have used the word discount or invoice or over invoice it was bleeped yep okay uh so it was just kind of funny yeah but but to to suggest that well these are just for informational purposes only and and then to say well you know the advertising agency we hired out of florida they had no idea (laughs) oh so ignorance is is a good excuse now no you know um, the advertising agency outside of Florida is supposed to know what the guidelines are in whatever state that they're hel- helping to put together advertising for. So um, I'd say, me personally, I'd say throw the book at these sons of <laughs> guns. Yeah. And, and you know, make at, at some point make somebody pay for all the deceptive uh, bait and switch pricing that is going on out there. Um, it's not like there aren't laws on the books, but they never are enforced. Um, you know, you could go to any state and, and, and probably go to a half a dozen dealers' websites and run into the exact same situation, and, and nobody in power or authority does anything about it. And, you know, they're probably confronted with it, too, when they go to buy a car. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so so for them, even they can't plead ignorance because they've encountered it themselves. They have just chosen not to protect the consumers in their states. We, and that's wrong. Without naming names, we, um, we received an email after our Saturday night show on the YAA channel from a former state representative yes. telling us like, keep pounding your fist, keep doing what yes. you're doing. You know? So no, I mean, these systems work in such a way that people make a lot of money with them working in that way. And they don't want to see it change. And when things like this happen, when someone stands up for the right thing, we need to support that. And we need to, to, you know, bring, shine a light on that because yes. we need more of it in this country, not less of it. And it's, and it's, it's, it's not like there aren't already laws and regulations on the books. Yep. You know, it's, it's, you know, I, I mean, we see the comments on, on our YouTube channel. Well, the government needs to step in. No, the government doesn't need to step in. The, the, the various local and state and federal authorities just need to, just need to enforce the rules and regulations that already exist. They don't need to come up with new ones. I mean, what's the point of coming up with new ones if you aren't going to enforce those either? So they just need to enforce the rules and regulations that are there and and protect the consumers. At a certain point, you would think, since we pay every one of these legislators' salaries, that that we should demand from them that they actually do what they said they were going to do when they were campaigning to get elected. And if they said, well, I want to fight for the little guy. Well, I'm a little guy and here's your chance. Do it. Just do it already. Oh, I'm sorry. Let me calm down now. Amen, Ray. Yeah. I think I might've just cleared an artery with that. (laughs) (laughs) 
Let's see here from John. Our local Toyota dealership in Coastal Virginia advertised they were selling for MSRP. That was technically true, but you had to buy the $2,500 accessory package and the $800 dock fee. Yes, yeah, so we see ways to, to you know, uh, uh, avert the systems uh, even when they are there, being enforced. There was a comment that came through on the YouTube channel huh. from a motorcycle dealer um, who's been in a motorcycle dealer for a long time. And when he first started, he decided that, you know, there's not a lot of margin in motorcycles. There just isn't. But he decided they were going to sell motorcycles at MSRP. No, no games, no gimmicks. It's MSRP. That's what you can buy it for. You can pay cash. Mm -hmm. You can finance it. You can bring in a credit union check. We don't care where it comes from. Um, we can help arrange finance. We don't have any FNI people. We'll help arrange financing mm -hmm. for if you want to. And and his business has exploded over the years because everybody knows that's how they do business. You're not going to get jerked around. If you want to buy accessories, if you buy the accessories at the time you buy the motorcycle, you get a 15% discount and they'll install them for free. So he figured out a way to do business that is open and transparent and, and is comfortable that the customers really like. Well, the same can be done in the automobile business. It's just the dealer principals have to decide that's the way they'd like to do business. And ultimately, if they did, they would make more money over the course of time because they'd have a happier customers who would come back more often yep. and they'd have happier employees who work for them. Yeah, and who didn't feel bad when they were leaving the dealership. No! All right, let's wrap up today's show with a few comments here. We've got D. Smith, drove by our yeah. Ford dealer near Dakota, Colorado. Appears closed. No cars, no furniture. Ford website link takes you to a broken closed webpage. Interesting. Okay. I wonder if yeah. some dealerships are shuttering their doors. I haven't heard too much about no, that. Could, could be. We've got um, the EV6 community on Facebook. Someone stated their vehicle arrived, and the dealer didn't want to tell them to use it as show for sale. Interestingly, the EV6 has been marked up through the roof. You can't even like test drive it without filling out credit applications yeah, at most is, Kia dealerships. Yes. There's like a huge online push that suggests that Kia dealerships are going to kill Kia's plans to go towards EVs because of BS like yep. this. Yep. It's absolutely nuts. We've got John saying we look like we're lip syncing. Okay, cool. I got something to Google search afterwards why we're out of sync with the mics and the video. Glad to know that. So thank you yes. for letting us know, John. And Pops, let's wrap today's show with this. Yeah. Any comment on the return of Tom Brady? The road to the Super Bowl just got a whole lot harder for teams in the NFC. Well, either way, uh, whoever whoever makes it to the Super Bowl is going to the Super Bowl in Glendale, Arizona, ladies and gentlemen, because uh, State Farm. Uh, uh, is that what it's called nowadays? Yeah, is it, is it State, still State Farm? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know. Yeah. Whatever the hell. We've been there. I, I know uh, we've been yeah, there. I just we didn't were know there the in December. Um, but yeah, so the road to the Super Bowl will we'll be going through uh, Arizona. I mean, either way you get get there, you're getting to Arizona. And, and whether Tom Brady makes it or not, it's good to have him back. You know what? Because he didn't look like a washed-up 44-year-old last year, and and I didn't think he should retire. I mean, when you're still playing at that level at that age, keep going until, I don't know, your arm falls off. Why do you think I roped you into this business? Uh, you were playing hard, man. Yeah, because I can sling it downfield. You can sling it downfield, man. Maybe 10 or 15 yards today, but, but in the old days, it might have been 15 to 18. 
Exactly. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thank you, everyone, for joining us this Monday. Um, truly some some fascinating news coming out from Ford. We'll have yes. the updates tomorrow from Blackfoot. Okay? Yeah, That's going to be super interesting on the used car market. So and we might have some additional uh, updates from Blackbook regarding how the depreciations uh, happening between gas cars and hybrids. Because um, I know Laura was going to be on the uh, on the lookout for us. For exactly. That. Yeah. So stay tuned for that. Join us tomorrow there. If you're listening to the podcast, we appreciate it. Leave us a review. Um, yeah. Thanks. Appreciate it, Pops. Yeah. We might do this. No, we will do this again tomorrow at noon with more news that you can use from YAA at noon Eastern. There it is. Nine Pacific. See you guys. See you later. Join us again next time, which is probably tomorrow, to get the news you can use from YAA. YAA is your trusted source for all things auto. Thanks for listening. See you soon.